everybody welcome to another exciting ama it's your uh thursday night well it's my thursday night it's probably your thursday morning or daytime whatever wherever you are in the world welcome we got mr kushi with us today uh hey. joe is out on assignment say hi to everybody alex uh yeah hello uh everyone yeah uh, but uh yeah so uh do you hear me well by the way yes yes all i right. think I, right. we all hear you really well all right so what's going on this week well um uh well we already have a question in in, in the chat room uh rico from rico stains dan you cooking no i am not cooking right well i am cooking right now with with scala but not with food uh, i guess that makes sense anyway uh all right so what's going on what's been happening this week uh so kept working on trying to bring some uh outside funds into the ergo ecosystem that's uh, mainly what i've been kind of trying to search out um i believe that it's really it, it would make a big difference for us because there's projects in the ergo ecosystem that could really benefit from having access to you know to funds and plus uh i think you know there, there if there is capital coming in to invest in the ergo ecosystem there is going to be more projects um uh wanting to build again uh wanting to build on on ergo so uh but I, I think this is a good uh time to do that to line it up um yeah just just because uh you know we're, we're gonna come out of this market pretty soon and uh uh there's th this is the time to build this kind of stuff so um there is also some activity on exchange listings, although uh, it's been pretty quiet right now because of all the different turmoil, uh, you know, amongst all the exchanges. But uh, I've spoken to a couple of exchanges about listing us. Um, it's just a matter of viability right now. Basically, uh, we need to make sure that if we get spend money, it's money well spent. Uh, and so one of the main things that I'm really trying to focus on right now is, um, getting a U.S. based exchange, uh, to list or one available in the U S to list Ergo, to give access to Ergonauts, uh, and well, to, for, for general, for people to be able to, uh, do fiat to Ergo in the U S so that's underway. Um, and uh, yeah, just just in general, I've uh, been uh, kind of going through the uh, open source libraries that are uh, that are in our tool chest, and uh, kind of been doing a little bit of um, um, you know my own notes on what we might want to tweak, what does work, and maybe how to package it better for the dev community because we also are trying to bring more devs into the ecosystem. Um, and so that's also going to be done through other education courses that, that we're currently working on right now, as well as the beginner course at SWU. Uh, so, um, yeah, just all in all, it's, 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 it's been an eventful week. Um, again, it's a bear market week. So, um, uh, you know, we're, we're right now we're investing into the long-term, um, uh, into the long-term, uh, sustainability of the ecosystem. Uh, what about you, Alex? What have you been up to? No, so uh, yeah, watching uh, for the ecosystem, uh, a lot of exciting uh, things going on. Uh, so uh, Rosenbridge now in public beta, so uh, you can try it. Uh, you can transfer Erco uh, Comet uh, tokens to uh, Cardano and uh, Ada or uh, Hosky uh, token uh, from uh, Cardano uh, to Ergo blockchain. Uh, a lot of uh, developments in regards with uh, the node uh, development. So, uh, yeah, finally, uh, well, uh, bootstrapping with uh, UTX so, uh, set snapshot is, uh, uh, well, uh, nearly to be uh, finalized. So this week, uh, well, the last PR will be proposed for review. And, uh, well, uh, release is set for uh, version uh, 5.0.12. Uh, 
Uh, so uh, this week, uh, I guess there will be uh, five uh, or uh, ten release. Then uh, next week, maybe uh, in two weeks, uh, five or eleven, and then yeah, five or twelve with uh, bootstrapping with Utex or such snapshot. Uh, so uh, we uh, have a plan uh, for uh, next few uh, releases. And uh, yeah, after that, uh, we can think about uh, bootstrapping with uh, Nipopos. Uh, so yeah, it will be uh, released before the anniversary. Uh, so uh, yeah, we are discussing uh, anniversary event. Uh, as a reminder, uh, main at launch was on uh, July 1st, uh, 2019. So on July 1st, 2023. Uh, it will be a uh, fourth anniversary, and uh, we will uh, make something as usually. Uh, all right, and then uh, a lot of things uh, going on in the ecosystem. Uh, there was intense uh, devs chat uh, yesterday. As usually, a lot of updates uh, from uh, different uh, ecosystem projects. Um, we'll be covered in Sunday video, I guess. Uh, and uh, yeah, also, uh, I am participating right now in uh, well, another round of uh, Ixle, uh, formerly uh, Ergoland, uh, testing. And uh, yeah, also, uh, well, uh, there is uh, boost now uh, with uh, Sigma Phi uh, TVL, uh, a lot of uh, new bonds there. Uh, so uh, you can get like 20% uh, API uh, if you uh, have CQSD and uh, uh, willing to lend them. Uh, so uh, yeah, uh, please check uh, Sigma Phi. Uh, it is uh, growing uh, pretty fast these days, uh, which is quite awesome. And uh, yeah, uh, in May, uh, there will be uh, regular uh, weekly updates uh, from uh, duck pools. So another approach to lending, uh, similar to uh, lending pools on Ethereum and EVM chains, uh, while uh, Sigma is uh, about peer-to-peer uh, -peer, uh, bonds. Uh, kind of landing um, and so on. So yeah, uh, a lot of things going on. Sounds like a lot of action, even for uh, you know for some slow times. Still a lot of a lot of action going on in the Ergo community. Really good to see that. That's, oh, but uh, uh, I don't witness uh, slow time uh, actually. So in the ecosystem, uh, it's uh, well uh, maybe uh, not uh, buzzing, uh, but uh, yeah, uh, pretty active. So well, uh, 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 another uh, time uh, I have feeling that uh, yeah, it might be uh, explosion at uh, any moment. Uh, like yeah maybe in uh, early uh, 2021 uh, uh, before uh, CQSD uh, launch. And uh, yeah, now, uh, well, it uh, could be uh, much more solid because, well, the ecosystem now is, uh, well, much bigger. Yeah. And so, yeah, uh, yeah that, that is solid uh, foundation for uh, another explosion. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's building up. I, I definitely have that feeling that we're, things are building up right now and uh, it's uh, you know, it's only going to get bigger and it's going to get bigger really soon. All right. So let's get to some questions here. Okay. So here's a good question to start with for, um, Alex, so can you summarize Lethos and how it works across chains and lending? Oh, so uh, Lethos is a uh, decentralized uh, mining protocol. Uh, so uh, there is a short uh, white paper. Uh, and uh, yeah, it seems it will be uh, mostly off-chain uh, protocol. Uh, well, uh, trying to build... Um, uh, decentralized, uh, well, uh, collective uh, mining, uh, so pooled mining uh, protocol. Uh, 
uh, with uh, collaterals uh, and so on. But uh, yeah, mostly on uh, layer two. So well, from very uh, different perspectives, it's uh, very interesting. And also, uh, it will incentivize uh, miners to uh, run their own uh, nodes and uh, do their own uh, block candidates. Um, which uh, could be uh, uh, much more interesting with uh, storage rents uh, coming into play uh, in the next few months. Uh, so, uh, yeah, uh, smart miners uh, will uh, earn uh, more. Uh, well, uh, I, I guess uh, they already uh, can earn more uh, via uh, different techniques, but uh, miners are lazy. Uh, so with uh, storage rent uh, uh, coming into play, uh, I think, uh, yeah, there, there will be a bigger advantage uh, for uh, smart miners, uh, which is uh, quite uh, good, actually. Uh, well, uh, to me, at least, it's uh, better uh, to see uh, miners uh, dedicated to the uh, ecosystem uh, than uh, some uh, random uh, guys uh, passing by and uh, renting on the way uh about uh, uh i don't know about everything uh, uh about about being underserved yeah by 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 whom uh it's it's hard to understand even um all right so um yeah uh i'm i'm uh tracking the progress and uh maybe uh it uh, would be good uh, to have uh uh some uh sigma pools uh, episode with them what do you think uh so with uh kirat uh well uh who's mostly working on lithos all right all right so here's another good question and this is a um well i guess it's a rosen question and guys so we're actually gonna have a a special ergo pulse rosen episode so, um, yeah, so just, uh, you might want to save your, your questions for that or send them over to us so that we can ask MHS Sam when he's on the show, uh, all these good questions, you know, get it kind of straight from the source. All right. And so here's a good question. So is it possible to have cross chain liquidity pools? What do you think, Alex? I mean, I mean, I, it is possible, but I mean, how feasible is that? How secure is that? Uh, yeah, possible. So uh, there are uh, additional uh, trust assumptions uh, because of uh, cross-chain uh, nature. So then, uh, yeah, uh, there are some concerns. Uh, right. So definitely uh, you have uh, some uh, relaxation in uh, security uh, here. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, looks possible. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. My main, my main concerns would be about security. Um, because, you know, when you do cross chain liquidity, you're basically taking on security assumptions from a, another chain. So you don't have, uh, you know, as much kind of control over, over what happens there. And I mean, it, it could potentially be more secure with, with Rosen. Um, but again, um, you know, it's, it's, it's not a kind of a simple matter. All right, let's get something else going here. And so here's another good question actually for Alex. So uh, what are your, Alex, what are your plans for Ergo after 2024? Oh, I don't know, probably the same. <laughs> More of the same, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Any, so. any specific plans, any things that you hope to accomplish in the next couple of years or? Yeah, I don't know. So uh, probably uh, the question is about some uh, old commitments uh, I made uh, to work uh, till uh, 2024 at least. But uh, yeah, uh, after uh, 2024. So th that was about uh, July 1st, uh, 2024. So the fifth anniversary. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, after that, uh, uh, it uh, would be the same probably. So, uh, well, uh, 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 a lot of things to do uh, all the time. Yeah, yeah, it, ne it never stops. The work always just keeps going. 
Uh, let's see. Um, uh, yeah, so uh, e e even uh, describing uh, the current uh, protocol, so, well, uh, I I'm always trying to find time to, well, uh, explain in details uh, what's uh, already done to the moment, right? So maybe it would be good to find uh, time on that at some point, like two or three months, just to uh right uh specifications maybe articles uh maybe do some videos and so on right so i mean to, to stop uh, writing any new code and uh, well uh explaining details uh what's uh, behind uh different uh, design choices right all of them uh, were made for uh, reasons and uh yeah so sometimes uh it's uh not uh, maybe explained uh, in detail, so uh, sometimes it's uh, explained in a uh, form of communication, which is not quite accessible at the moment. So uh, I need uh, to uh, find maybe some old uh, posts or uh, conversations and uh, just publish them. Right, so... Um... Okay, well, let's see. Um, there's not too many questions here, so let, let's take one about Rosen. And uh, I mean, again, this is let's let's just try to answer it to the to our best ability, Alex. So, could a bridge between Cardano and yet Bitcoin be facilitated by Rosen Bridge with everything passing through Ergo? And if so, how huge would that be for Ergo? Uh, what, what, what do you think about that, Alex? Yeah, I think possible. Uh, not sure about efficiency. But uh, yeah, possible. So uh, actually, uh, yeah, I don't uh, quite know about uh, well status of uh, current status of bridges uh, in the Cardano world. Maybe you know better, actually. Uh, do you? Well, uh, I mean, not 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 specifically, but yeah, it's, this is something good to ask uh, to ask MHS Sam, I think uh when when he's on the show so yeah so well, I, I heard about some plans to launch something but uh, yeah to, to the best of my knowledge uh there are no uh bridges right uh to cardano and from cardano um no uh, i mean there's an evm oh that's yeah, uh yeah. milcomeda maybe stuff but... yeah yeah milcomeda the got the evm um yeah, I don't. I don't think there are actually bridges from Cardano to 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 other chains right now, except for the well, except for the EBM. If I want to call that a bridge, but yeah, it's, uh, it's we still need to do that. All right. Um, let's see. Well, here's a here's a question for me. So Ursa Miner is asking Dan, what are your thoughts on the SEC tantrum? Uh, right. Well, so. The thing about U.S. regulations is that while the rest of the world was trying to figure out what to do with crypto, U.S. was still, uh, you know, um, kind of fighting over Donald Trump. <laughs> and, and so basically, I mean, to me, what it looks like is that um, the U.S. basically spent, you know, four years fighting over over Donald Trump instead of working on, you know, sane uh, crypto regulations. Um, and so now they're seeing that the, you know, the, it's, it's basically taking taken on a, I guess, a life of its own. And so now they're starting to panic and say, well, wait a second, we have to regulate this right now. So what do we do? What do we do? Well, let's. But they always go to one guy. You know, a lot of times, I mean, uh, the U.S. tends to go to, you know, so whoever they consider an SME and kind of give them a little too much power, um, even with, uh, you know, with exposure of what they say. So, I mean, there's Gary. You know, Gary is out there saying all this ridiculous crap. And, um, I mean, the government is basically saying, oh, He's the guy. He's going to fix it. He's going to fix it. He, he's saying words. You know, he's saying those words, those crypto words. And all, all, all the meanwhile, what he's doing is actually basically stripping the U.S. off 
a huge industry, the blockchain industry, because, I mean, businesses are just going to go somewhere else. They're going to go to a more sane jurisdiction, a jurisdiction that has uh, more regulatory certainty and clarity. Um, and, I mean, especially, you know, these kind of uh, um, selective hits on different exchanges and, and extortion of money from these different crypto projects and exchanges. I mean, it's, it's despicable, but um, it's all because the U.S. spent all this time focusing on something else instead of focusing on this, which was more important. And now they're trying to catch up and now they're panicking and now they're basically trying to figure out what to do. They need a quick fix because some of these guys are thinking that crypto is getting out of hand. And, um, yeah, it's just, I mean, hopefully something will happen where a critical mass will be reached and people are just going to say, look, this is, this is not working. Something else needs to be done. These guys are not doing their job. They're killing business. Um, there's, you know, more and more crypto and then blockchain users in the U S all over the world. And it's either going to hurt or it's going to keep on going until it breaks. Um, and just hopefully it's going to be the first and not the latter. Um, because I mean, we do need the regulatory clarity, um, in the U S and right now there just isn't, um, there is, it's just, it's a witch hunt right now. And so, yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's all it is right now. And, uh, what we can, what we, what we hope we can hope to do is to, um, kind of hang on and, uh, protect our own interests. All right, let's go to the next. I mean, do, do you have any uh, any opinion on, on what's going on with the SEC right now, Alex? The US oh, SEC. Not much. Uh, I don't know actually what does this abbreviation uh, mean. So, yeah, I'm, I'm always forgetting all those uh, three letters abbreviations, uh, a lot of them. Uh, it seems, but uh, yeah, that's uh, 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 he's uh, quite knowledgeable, right? Uh, I guess uh, I met him actually uh, back in uh, 2018, our uh, the financial cryptography, I guess. So uh, he was a professor in MIT, right? Something like that. I'm, I'm not exactly sure about that. Yeah, and I, I, I need to check, but... Uh, yeah so uh he he had some courses in crypto in mit uh so so uh yeah he he he, he was a legal uh professor in hello studies or something like that i guess uh yeah i i need to check actually but yeah if it's uh the same gary so uh well uh he actually yeah so talking some uh, smart things <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm not uh, sure about well this SEC or whatever. Yeah, well, nobody's really sure about the SEC. Anyway, let's let's move on to um... all right. Let's let's move on to a couple of other questions. So here's a good question from uh, Mr. CW. Uh, and so the question is, Dan, is someone jumping into the develop into developing on Ergo? What do you like the dev uh, what What do you like about the dev environment, and what do you think could be improved? Um, so what I like about the dev environment is just there's there's so much different tooling out there. You know, there's so much. Uh, all these the well, open source also makes it such you know so so much better because you go to to the git and you see all these different libraries all these all these different source that you can use and it's just all available you know all these different use cases all these different uh, scenarios that you need to fill um like for example right now i am um i'm designing the traceability component of palmyra and soon we'll be working on the nft NFT transfer and store it. So basically, the NFT that's going to be tokenizing the the the, the real world asset um, is going to have to be stored somewhere like any NFT would. And so for that, I am most likely going to be utilizing um, uh, Nautilus. That's what I'm thinking about doing is no utilizing Nautilus because it's just the most straightforward way to do it, and it doesn't really have to have too many you know bells and whistles or too many thrills just to store these NFTs show the, the show the address 
to be able to transfer them and uh, to be able to receive them. And that's it. And so this code is available um, uh, as well as, you know, the buy and sell mechanisms that I'm also going to be putting on Palmyra. That's that's also available and open source uh payments instant payments uh just regular you know i have to build a wallet it's also available so all these different uh all these all these different tooling is just really good to have because you can put together what you want to put together so much faster obviously um the one thing that i noticed that i was struggling with is so um okay and, and I know this might seem kind of stupid to some people, but, um, and maybe it's just because I didn't read all the documentation because I, yeah, I didn't read like everything that was out there. I read quite a bit, but not everything. And um, uh, there are just some really minor things like, uh, you know, do this and this and this and use this type of uh, IDE for work uh, or uh, make sure that, you know, that you do this and this and this. I mean, there were a couple of parts where um, just a little vague uh, in the description of how to utilize the libraries. And so it took me a little bit of time to kind of, um, you know, uh, get, get things going because um, I actually, I mean, I, I was a developer for, for a long time, but I never developed actual blockchain um I mean, I, I, I know how to do it. You know, I understand how it works, but I never actually myself developed uh, blockchain-based components. And so for somebody like me, uh, it might be easier than, you know, for somebody who's never just never done any development in the first place, but still I kind of need a little bit of like, you know, just hold my hand a little bit, you know, um, pretend I'm five years old and explain it to me like that. Just once in a while I need that. And so, yeah, that's the only thing that really I kind of felt that I could have, um, I wish I had, because I kind of spent a few days racking my brain. Actually, one of the things that actually Alex helped me with is the fact that uh, the, you know, the idea I was using was Eclipse. So at first I was using was Eclipse and Eclipse is just not good at all for any of the stuff. You know, it's, it's better to use IntelliJ and uh, uh, JetBrains and Alex you know, you, you told me to use, use IntelliJ and, uh, that actually fixed a lot of my issues because I just wasn't using the right IDE for that. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's, there's a couple other things, but main, you know, mainly it's like little stuff like this. Um, so yeah, it's just, I mean, that has been my experience so far, uh, but again, I, I mean, the, the positives are, are just, you know, exponentially higher than any kind of negatives that I've, that I witnessed and the negatives. Um, I'm actually, I am making, uh, you know, a bit of, you know, I'm taking notes and, uh, if it's, if it is something that is actually in need of improvement, um, we will improve these things. You know, I will, you know, I'll talk to the, to the foundation. Well, I'll, I'll talk to, um, talk to the community and, uh, you know, these things need to be improved. They will be improved, uh, because our main goal is to get more developers. Well, one of our main goals is to get more developers into the ecosystem. And, uh, you know, sometimes you just kind of really need to be just, you know, just very precise about these things. Bam, 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 you know, do this and then do this, then do this, then do this, then that will work. You know, so, Maybe, uh, yeah, once I'm done, maybe we can kind of get some of that going. All right. Um, let's see. Um, let's see. Um, yeah, so here's here's uh, something from, uh, from FC. So he says that, it's one thing to regulate business and public stock offerings, but to, sh uh, to shroud VC-funded offerings in crypto is why there are issues. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm not saying that crypto is innocent. You know, I am not saying that. But I think that actually a lot of the a lot of the um, the shadiness that is in crypto that has basically been been hurting uh, cost, uh, you know consumers. Uh, in the U.S. is this regulatory ambiguity and just the lack of, you know, um, clarity. Um, and, and, and like I said, it's, um, 
I mean, they shouldn't be going after crypto. They should be working with crypto to figure out the best way. You know, create, like I said, um, legislation that is common sense, that is um, that is clear, that protects the public, yet does not suffocate business. And there's there's a happy medium there. And so the tactics that that uh, the SEC is using right now is definitely not going to reach uh, that goal. So um, yeah, it's just you know it's just early. I think just need to sit it through. All right. Um, let's see. Yeah, so uh, crypto is uh, full of scams uh, for sure. But uh, yeah, what uh, we uh, do witness here, uh, well, is uh, also a very uh, quick uh, self uh, repair, right, of the industry. And uh, yeah, also, uh, well, it's uh, it's improving uh, standards uh, without uh, regulators uh, at a very uh, fast pace, right? Uh, so, uh, well, uh, the current environment is, uh, well, very much different uh, from uh, 10 years ago. I mean, to totally different. And uh, it changed a few times uh, since uh, 10 years ago. And, uh, yeah, so it's uh, it's uh, quite amazing uh, how quickly it evolves. Uh, well, uh, maybe scams also evolving. Yeah. There's actually a good question here from Wendy Moon. Um, so Wendy's asking, is it a good thing or a bad thing that person A could spend a lot of time making something useful, open source it, while person B could spend all, the, all their time on only marketing and wait for the code? So, I mean, th th this is something that, you know, people, including myself, when I first started working with, with open source, so, so, you know, many, many years ago, I started thinking about this. Uh, I mean, what, you know, okay. So uh, why is somebody doing all the work and all these other people are just using the code and it's all free? Why? Um, I mean, yeah, there could be somebody out there that does that, you know, somebody's going to wait for the code and then they're going to take the code and they're going to, uh, you know, copy the Git and then just rebrand it and put it out themselves. Um, but, um, the thing is that, first of all, um, open source is meant to always evolve, right? It's not just one person or one team that does it and it's done. Sometimes it works like that, but really the whole purpose of it is, is you put open source out there and then somebody will use it and they'll add their own thing to it um, and so on and so forth, you know, and then another team will use it and they'll add their own components to it. And then somebody, and, and so the, the library will really, um, grow, um, and become more robust. And so, I mean, that is the, that, that is the, that is the whole point of it. Can somebody just take that and, and copy it over and, 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 and call it their own? They could number one would, how would that look for them? I mean, it's not going to look good because it's going to be obvious that they took the code and they just basically just repackaged it. Um, that's number one. Number two, you can only do that for so long because code always evolves. So, um, you know, sooner or later, people are just going to realize that you're, that you're grabbing somebody else's code and not really doing any, any, any work. And so it, it's, it's not a sustainable thing, right? So a more sustainable thing is um, growing the code base through different usages, through different teams kind of working with the code and adding their own. And so, yeah, I mean, these actors could be in there, but I think uh, in the long term, a lot of these actors, they just don't survive uh, because, um, the ecosystem is just not built for something like that. It's built for, like I said, at, at, at kind of a more of a grassroots and organic growth. Um, right. So what do you think about that? Um, Alex, what, what do you think about, say, if somebody has, you know, wrote some open source, put it, you know, put it up on Git, um, and then somebody else just kind of took it, rebranded it and try to sell it. Um, yeah, so, uh, well, this is uh, quite uh, old uh, problem in the open source 
So uh, even uh, before uh, blockchains, uh, there were uh, very uh, hot debates uh, when, uh, for example, uh, Linux community realized that uh, Google Corporation is uh, selling uh, services uh, using uh, Linux uh, for free uh, on the servers uh, where uh, services are running. Uh, so uh, they uh, patched uh, some licenses, uh, as far as I know. But yeah, I, I forgotten that story. It was like 15 years ago. Uh, so uh, so uh, yeah, there are uh, a lot of licenses. So uh, sometimes you cannot so easily uh, just rebrand and sell, right? So it's uh, prohibited uh, by most of uh, open source licenses. <laughs> Uh, but uh, yeah, I'm releasing everything under a kind of a public domain license, so you can do whatever, uh, even uh, rebrand and uh, resell. Uh, yeah, so uh, yeah, the, the only uh, thing uh, which is prohibited is, uh, well, uh, the uh, sell under the same name, right? So, well, uh, other things are allowed. Um and uh, yeah, still, uh, so, uh, well, uh, Scorex, for example, right? So, well, uh, the framework, uh, uh, well, I, I made for experimentation with uh, different ideas from different papers and so on. Uh, so uh, there were a few uh, uh, production uh, blockchain uh, launched on it, actually. Uh, despite the fact uh, there was a warning that, uh, well, the framework is not uh, production-ready, right? Because, well, for production readiness, you, you need to consider uh, a lot of uh, uh, concrete things, concrete uh, attack vectors uh, about, well, concrete protocols, right? So you, you cannot uh, do such things uh, about some uh, abstract uh, framework after all. Uh, so uh, yeah, despite uh, that, uh, well, uh, well, initial uh, release of uh, Waves uh, public blockchain was on it, and then uh, there were some uh, clone of Waves. Uh, there was some uh, blockchain uh, I found with uh, Sunny King as developer. So uh, Sunny King, uh, if. Uh, well, someone uh, does know. Well, uh, th these days maybe it's not so famous person, but uh, yeah, it was uh, godfather of uh, peer coin. Uh, so uh, first uh, kind of uh, proof of stake, actually hybrid proof of work and uh, proof of stake blockchain back in 2012. Uh, then uh, he made some. Uh, well, probably first kind of uh, useful uh, proof of work uh, blockchain prime coin, and then yeah, I, I found that uh, he's on the team, which is uh, simply uh, copied uh, well the initial release of uh, Waves blockchain uh, without even uh, changing uh, copyright notes there, and uh, yeah, so uh, the code uh, was uh, from Scorex, uh, well without modifications and so on. Yeah, so I was surprised. I mean, why, why to have some uh, star developer on the boards and uh, yeah, just copy things uh, without modifications, even without very trivial modifications like changing copyright after all. <laughs> so uh, yeah, <laughs> a lot of <laughs> uh, funny stories uh, about that. But um, yeah, so... Um, uh, well, again, uh, 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 a lot of uh, things here. So uh, you can uh, try to uh, prohibit uh, doing something with your code, even uh, with open sourcing it. But uh, then uh, there are issues that, uh, well, uh, uh, IP uh, laws may not work right in uh, other jurisdictions. So. Well, uh, there are some uh, jurisdictions uh, not uh, respecting, uh, well, high P laws of others, right? Uh, sometimes on purpose even. Uh, so, so sometimes, uh, well, uh, IP laws just underdeveloped in some countries. So uh, yes, uh, well, uh, in uh, well, uh, the global environments we have in uh, blockchains. So, uh, 
Yeah, uh, well, uh, to me, it doesn't make sense uh, to uh, try to prohibit uh, anything. So it's uh, cleaner uh, to just, uh, well, release under uh, public uh, domain even, uh, which is, uh, well, uh, more or less uh, the same in most of jurisdictions. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, so uh, if we uh, compare open source and closed source, then, uh, yeah, in uh, blockchains, right, uh, well, uh, where uh, the trust is uh, the most critical issue. So, yeah, I don't understand uh, how anything uh, could be released uh, without source code, right? So it's... it's, it, it's uh, 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 it's it's k- kind of breaking uh, everything, right? So I mean, the the, the blockchain uh, is about avoiding any trust, right? And uh, well, if you are using something without source code, then you are breaking uh, well uh, this trustless nature of uh, well block blockchains and uh, applications on top of them. Yep, 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 that's a good answer. <laughs> All right. Um, all right, there's a good question. So, Alex, this is another one. This is a good one for you, I think. Uh, so, in simple terms, what are the benefits of direct P2P DeFi and why does EUTXO help make it possible as opposed to the accounting model or the account model? Ah, all right. So, um, yeah, uh, a lot of uh, advantages actually. So, uh, see, so uh, there are uh, well, uh, basically uh, two options. Uh, maybe uh, there are some uh, hybrid options, but uh, let's keep them. So, uh, whether you are doing uh, some uh, big uh, uh, monolithic uh, contract, uh, right for bonds, for example. So you are doing contract, which is uh, containing all the bonds in the system and so on, then, uh, yeah, it has some uh, governance option, uh, maybe some uh, freeze button, right? Uh, Well, sometimes maybe uh, suggested by uh, VCs. Um, uh, Then, uh, yeah, uh, it may uh, have uh, a rock pool option. Uh, It may have uh, a lot of things, so it's uh, quite complex. So uh, it may have uh, bugs, right? Uh, uh, It may have uh, unexpected uh, interactions uh, leading to some uh, economic attacks, such as uh, flash loans, uh, flash loan attacks. And uh, so on, so on, so on. So uh, in this uh, uh, regards, uh, yeah, it's... uh, it's uh, the uh, approach uh, which is uh, well uh, feasible uh, for EVM uh, contracts, but yeah, it's uh, prone uh, to uh, many failures of uh, different kinds. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, uh, we can uh, have uh, peer-to-peer contracts, right? So if, uh, well, uh, we take uh, bonds uh, as an example, so uh, then it's simple. So I'm uh, just uh, um, yeah, issuing a bond, right? Uh, then you uh, simply uh, lending uh right pro- pro- providing uh, funds to, to to this bond uh so i'm i'm borrowing money for, from you and uh well uh the contract is uh, just peer to peer in uh, regards that uh, it's uh, just about me and you right so uh the well the contract does not know about any other bonds so there is no any uh, governance here and uh, we don't need for governance, right? Because, well, we are just uh, making uh, agreements so uh, who can uh, govern us. Uh, so uh, then uh, there is no uh, freeze button, right? It doesn't make sense. Uh, well, there is no rock pool option. Uh, uh, shouldn't be. And uh, yeah, it's also about simple contracts. So it's uh, much easier to audit it, right? Uh, so uh, to avoid uh, different uh, bugs, attacks, and so on. 
Uh, so, uh, yeah, so uh, peer-to-peer uh, DeFi is about, uh, well, uh, economic agents uh, interacting uh, directly, right? So w- without any uh, centralized uh, contracts, uh, without any, yeah, big, big, big contracts. So, uh, well, if uh, we need uh, to uh, do uh, relationships uh, via uh, a bond, for example. Uh, so uh, if I'm willing to borrow uh, by issuing a bond, then yeah, we, we, we don't need for anything, right? Uh, for some uh, heavy protocol with governance and so on. And so, yeah, that, that's about uh, peer-to-peer. And uh, uh, well, uh, in uh, regards with uh, EVM uh, blockchains, uh, well, uh, Usually, uh, it's about yeah big uh, monolithic contracts because uh, yeah uh, peer-to-peer options are, are just uh, well expensive in case of EVM blockchains. Uh, so uh, yeah, so uh, in Ergo uh, we already uh, have uh, uh, well different uh, peer-to-peer applications such as. Uh, well, uh, Mixer was uh, first. Uh, it's actually, uh, yeah, uh, b- b- by nature, uh, peer-to-peer uh, contract, right? Uh, which is uh, ensuring that, uh, well, uh, outputs uh, has uh, well uh, outputs uh, satisfying uh, some conditions in regards with inputs and uh, yeah uh, well uh, those conditions are well uh, actually uh, forming a mixing contract uh, the same uh, for um, uh, sigma phi so uh, peer-to-peer uh, bonds right and uh, yeah auctions for example auction house so uh, well uh it's uh, about uh, peer-to-peer interaction. So, well, it uh, has uh, UI, right? So you, you may think it's uh, uh, something uh, uh, like maybe, well, uh, marketplace contract and so on. But uh, actually, it's uh, yeah, about uh, a lot of uh, contracts uh, shown on the uh, same page. And yeah, uh, every auction uh, contract is uh, individual and yeah, running in uh, peer-to-peer fashion. Um, so uh, yeah, a, a lot of uh, advantages uh, here in, in peer-to-peer uh, DeFi. Excellent. All right. Well, um, I got a question here about uh, about regulations, actually, and uh, how will regulations affect Zengate and Palmyra? So, um, well, you know, regulations uh, is kind of a, a broad uh, term. I mean, we're we talking about U.S. regulations. We're we talking about regulations in the jurisdictions that we're going to be operating in. Um, I mean, I guess the, the answer to that question is it depends on the jurisdiction. Um, like, for example, in Sri Lanka right now, we're actually working with the regulators uh, and we're going to be continue, continue working with regulators to, um, to have regulatory clarity and to basically uh, make sure that um, regulations are, by, uh, you know, are abided by and... Um, uh, also, also, if regulations or if processes are outdated to encourage change. Um, so that's just been what we've been doing so far in the jurisdictions that we're in. But really, it's it's just a matter of just which, which jurisdiction are you talking about? Pretty much every single one is going to be different. Um, and pretty much in every single one, we're going to use our middle out approach where we basically work with the regulators and we work with the organizations in the industries that we're targeting uh, to really understand what the, the landscape looks like and to make sure that when we operate in that jurisdiction, we're operating without basically uh, being under the risk of uh, being legislated out of the, out of the jurisdiction, which is quite possible if you're not careful. Um, so yeah, um, well, Zengate is is in, incorporated in uh, Ireland, so of course we're going to abide by Irish regulations. Um, but again, that's EU. Um, 
And yeah, uh, with Paul Meyer, we're just uh, making sure that wherever we are, we understand the, uh, the regulatory makeup of that of that particular uh, that particular place that we're doing business in. So, I hope that uh, answers your question. All right, let's see. I think. Uh, okay, well, so here's a little follow up. Um, so aren't you selling tea internationally? Uh, yes, yes. And which is why um, we're not only working with uh, Sri Lankan regulators. I mean, we're, we're basically working across the entire chain. And um, I mean, a lot of times, well, for things like, say, tea, um, there is quite a bit of regulatory clarity on that. You know, it's nothing. I mean, it's uh, the actual sale and export of tea is not a new thing. Um, what's new is how we are going to go about it, how we're going to go about basically uh, handling the, the the commodities that are being traded and bought and sold on, on Palmyra. Um, so, yeah, yeah. I mean, with tea, we, we, we work with the industry. We understand what the regulatory makeup is on, on all different sides, you know, on, on the U.S. side as well as on the Sri Lankan side or wherever else, U.K., uh, the EU, whatever. And, yeah, and we just make sure that we, we adhere to, 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 that, to those particular uh, regulations. Um, but, again, it's just all about... It's all about talking to people, you know, it's all about really networking and, and really workshopping with the people in the industry, which is what we've been doing. And that is really how you gain understanding of how these things work and how to make sure that you are, uh, that you're compliant um, so that it doesn't uh, impact your business. All right. Um, let's get one last question going here. Maybe something nice for Alex. Yeah, okay, so well, yeah, I, uh, I yeah, found I, I found a picture of that uh, guy Gary Gensler. So yeah, uh, I guess uh, I had a quick conversation with him like five years ago, uh, back in 2018, our uh, financial cryptography 18 uh, conference. Yeah, well, um, I don't know if I should congratulate you or you know. Uh, I don't know, actually, uh, yeah, I guess uh, I, I have an email uh, from uh, him somewhere. So maybe I, I can write him uh, an email, but I don't have any idea uh, what can I write to, to this guy, uh, well, to be honest. Well, just, just don't relax. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, the last question. Yeah, so here's a good question to leave off of. Is Dexy Gold meant to be just a store of value uh, or used as everyday currency like SIG USD or both? Oh, so uh, yeah, probably uh, both. Uh, yeah, uh, but uh, that's uh, by, by the uh, nature of, uh, uh, well, the peg test, so uh, gold probably. Uh, but uh, yeah, let's see. So. Uh, yeah, uh, still doing some uh, simulations. Uh, so, yeah, well, uh, simulations are quite surprising. So it's 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 pretty stable uh, in simulations, even uh, where it's expected uh, to to fail. So yeah, well. Uh, I, I, I will do some uh, presentations uh, soon about, well, uh, the ideas uh, behind. So, yeah, it's it's uh, not well explained still, unfortunately. So, uh, yeah, we, we'll try to uh, find time for that maybe uh, next week. So, uh, currently, uh, well, uh, we did uh, first transactions with uh, testnet uh, deployment. Um, uh, and uh, yeah, the, there will be uh, more in coming days, and uh, well, uh, UI also in progress. Uh, so yeah, uh, let's see. Uh, but uh, yeah, well, uh, in regards with SIG uh, USD and also Dexigold, so yeah, it will be uh, well instrument to uh, fix the price and speculate probably. Right, so, well, uh, it's uh, pretty unfortunate to see that uh, currently, uh, well, uh, there are uh, bonds 
offering uh, like 20% API, right, for uh, dollars because, well, uh, SIG uh, USD uh, holders are, are not, uh, uh, not providing uh, liquidity uh, to uh, bond issuers, right, unfortunately. Or maybe uh, people uh, were not prepared for uh, such uh, spike uh, in demand, so... Yes, CQSD were issued in order to uh, profit from uh, spectrum pools and so on. Right, and uh, with Dexia, uh, there will be uh, more possibilities, right? So uh, you can uh, mint, uh, for example, more CQSD and Dexia Gold just in order to uh, put uh, tokens into a liquidity pool, right? And uh, uh, get some uh, more uh, possibilities to uh, profit uh, because of uh, well changing in uh, gold price in USD. Uh, so yeah, uh, more uh, interesting uh, times ahead, uh, and yeah, especially with uh, Cardano tokens uh, coming and then uh, Bitcoin hopefully. Uh, so. Uh, sure, it should be a very different uh, story uh, for uh, Spectrum and, uh, yeah, for uh, the whole DeFi. So uh, it uh, will be possible then to maybe uh, put uh, Bitcoins as collateral uh, on Sigma Phi, right? Uh, well, uh, profits from uh, Bitcoin uh, price volatility on uh, Spectrum by providing liquidity there and so on so uh yeah uh well uh with time uh yeah uh, uh the more and more uh products tools uh, to well play with to provide liquidity and uh, to uh, compose them actually so um yeah the next step uh maybe it uh, would be good to uh, think about uh, uh well uh, using uh, bonds or uh, auctions as a building block so i recently uh, published uh, auction uh, coin uh, idea on the forum and yeah it seems uh, feasible so the, the idea is to uh launch a token uh maybe uh, just for fun uh where emission uh, is uh, happening by uh, regu regularly proposing uh, new uh, tokens uh, uh, via auctions, right? And then uh, using uh, raised uh, funds to uh, buy uh, tokens back regularly from liquidity pool. So, uh, yeah, uh, well, uh, it's uh, just kind of, uh, well, financial experiment maybe a uh, kind of a game but uh, yeah ma mathematically it would be uh, interesting to see uh, where uh, for example uh, winning uh, auction price uh, will uh, find uh, stability right at, at what level uh, and uh, yeah how this system uh, would be uh, stable right in, in, in regards with uh, auction uh, pricing and uh, yeah, liquidity pool pricing as well, and how uh, well pricing uh, two components uh, will correspond, how price will correspond to each other. So uh, yeah, uh, uh, and uh, for for bonds also, we can think about uh, some uh, more complex protocols which uh, will uh, issue uh, bonds, right? So providing. Uh, funding uh, via uh, bonds uh, to, to other projects. For example, some uh, DAO maybe, uh, which will uh, provide uh, funding, right? And then uh, bank out uh, profits to its investors, DAO investors, and so on. Um, yeah, as PyDAO uh, is also on the way. Uh, so with uh, DAOs, and uh, more financial tools and so on. So yeah, it's 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 quite interesting. Quite interesting times are coming. All right. Well, I think this is a good place for us to say good night or good evening or good morning, wherever you guys are. So yeah, once again, thanks for joining, and uh, we will see you next week. So long. Thank you, everyone. Bye.